0: Welcome to 95 Mac Daily for Tuesday, January 16th, 2024. I'm your host, Chance Miller. Leading off today, while Apple Vision Pro is set to debut in the United States on February 2nd, Apple hasn't shared details about international availability just yet. But in a new report published on Tuesday, Apple analyst Ming Chi Kuo says the wait might not be too long for international buyers. Guo says that Apple is likely to release Vision Pro outside of the U.S. market before WWDC 2024 in June. He attributes this to a couple of different things. First, he says Apple plans to share more development details about Vision OS at WWDC, so if it can launch Vision Pro in non-U.S. markets before then, it would help promote the global development ecosystem of Vision OS. He also says that this gives Apple time to address some of the reasons why Vision Pro is only available in the U.S. at launch. This includes things like supply shortages, perfecting the sales process, and, quote, needing to modify the algorithms to comply with regulations in other countries, end quote. So while Apple itself hasn't shared international details about Vision Pro yet, Quo believes it won't be too long until we know more. In other news today, production on Apple's first OLED iPad Pro models has officially gotten underway. A new supply chain report says that OLED iPad production has started with LG. The report says that LG has started manufacturing the OLED displays for the 13-inch iPad Pro, while OLED panel production for the 11-inch iPad Pro is set to begin any day now. Samsung is also reportedly beginning its own production of OLED panels for the iPad sometime this week, signaling that the OLED iPad Pro models are coming sometime this spring. The current iPad Pro models use LCD screens, with the 11-inch iPad Pro using conventional backlighting, while the 12.9-inch uses mini-LED backlighting. But this year, both of those devices are expected to make the switch to OLED with the larger model getting ever so slightly bigger, going from 12.9 inches to 13 inches. This week's supply chain report says that we can expect the first fully-assembled iPads with OLED to be shipped to Apple around April, suggesting that Apple will likely make the announcement sometime that month. Apple is reportedly using the most advanced forms of OLED for the iPad Pro, combining a hybrid glass-polymine film with two-stack tandem OLED. As for what that actually means, you should expect increased brightness compared to other OLED screens and a lower risk of burn-in. Eventually, Apple is planning to bring OLED to all of its iPad models, but the transition will start with the OLED iPad Pro sometime this spring. Running out today, the U.S. Customs Agency has handed down its decision on whether Apple's proposed redesign of the Apple Watch Series 9 and Ultra 2 is enough to circumvent infringing on two Mossimo patents related to the blood oxygen sensor. In a filing with the federal circuit court on Monday, Mossimo says that the U.S. Customs and Border Protection decided that Apple's redesign falls outside of the scope of the ITC ruling. Apple's redesign, however, is to remove the pulse oximeter features from newly sold Apple Watch devices altogether. As it stands right now, Apple is still awaiting a decision from the U.S. appeals court on whether or not to stay the Apple Watch ban throughout the entire duration of Apple's appeal of the initial ITC ruling. If the U.S. appeals court grants this request, the Apple Watch Series 9 and Ultra 2 can continue to be sold in their current form with blood oxygen features while Apple appeals the ITC's ruling, a process that is expected to take over a year. But if the U.S. appeals court denies Apple's request to pause the ban through the appeals process, Apple would be barred from selling an Apple Watch that infringes on Massimo's patents in the United States until the appeals process is completed. So in the interim, Apple submitted this request to U.S. Customs with a quote redesigned Apple Watch Series 9 and Ultra 2. So if the U.S. appeals court denies Apple's request for a pause on the ban, Apple can continue selling this version of the Series 9 and Ultra 2, which does not contain pulse oximeter features. This applies only in the United States, and anyone who already has an Apple Watch Series 9 or Ultra 2 will continue to have access to the blood oxygen features. So essentially this means that US Customs has found the Apple Watch Series 9 and Ultra 2 do not infringe on Massimo patents so long as they don't contain the pulse oximeter features. If this seems a little bit confusing, you're not alone. To recap, I think you can distill it down into two outcomes. The U.S. Appeals Court can rule in favor of Apple's request to pause the ban, in which case Apple can continue selling the Apple Watch Series 9 and Ultra 2 as they exist today. But if the U.S. Appeals Court rejects Apple's request, this decision from U.S. Customs means that Apple can keep selling the Series 9 and Ultra 2 just without the blood oxygen features. The decision from the U.S. appeals court is expected as soon as sometime today, so it shouldn't be too long until we know more. That wraps up another episode of 9to5Mac Daily. As always, you can find all of the latest Apple news on 9to5mac.com, follow along with me on threads at Chance H. Miller, and we'll be back tomorrow for a new episode of 9to5Mac Daily.